Thank you for joining us this evening on the podcast. Coming to you live from the Gutterman Estates, located on the third fairway of the Louisville Country Club, with a stunning view of the lake. Today, our host, Michael Gutterman, will have a very cerebral discussion with you about photography, his philosophies on life, his thoughts on poverty, and those who do not shoot Leicas and Leica gloss. <laughs> oh, while he sips a lovely Chardonnay. Ah, I'm just goofing with ya. It's Mike Gutterman. He's in the Gutter Man Cave. He's drinking cheap-ass beer. He's shooting APS film. And this is the Negative Positives Podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 222-222. I'm your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, this is the solo show. It was supposed to be Andre's solo show. Uh, I had some text messages with him tonight, uh, making sure he knew the call-in camera review he wanted to put on the show and, and some, about some emails that he got that I uh, wanted him to read. And uh, I think he was supposed to record it. And uh, I never heard back from him after that. And he said he'd had a real tough week at work. So maybe he, I'm going to assume it's Andre. So I'm going to assume he fell asleep. So, uh, I mean, that's the only only explanation maybe. So uh, uh, hopefully everything's okay with Andre. And I uh, uh, haven't heard back uh, all night long. So I'm, I'm scrambling here to put out a midweek episode. So this may actually be a short one. Uh, I just got a couple of things I want to get out and um, and just get something up for the midweek episodes since uh, Andre didn't uh, respond to me. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but you've got me. You got me for a solo episode. A um, couple of little announcements here that uh, people should be aware of. This uh, this Friday, April 12th, is uh, what is proclaimed, at least Lamography, I think, uh, has, has uh, proclaimed this as... Uh, what are they calling it? Uh, film Photography Day. And uh, so this Friday is uh, the annual Film Photography Day. Uh, that Lamography, I think, has, has at least proclaimed that. Uh, happens every April 12th. And I particularly think that's a great day to do um, Film Photography Day. And uh, I, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, uh, uh, promote a bunch of people. Uh, uh, I'm not trying to promote this as, uh, as my day necessarily, but I think there's a reason why it's on April 12th, and it's because it's, uh, it's yours truly. It's, it's my birthday. So uh, April 12th is my birthday, and Lamography says it's uh, Film Photography Day. Yeah, I, I can go with that. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think, uh, yeah, that makes sense. It's a good day for it. I, I, think, I mean, if they, they're probably not going to admit it, but it probably is a little bit of a celebration of, uh, of, uh, of me, I'm thinking. You know, I, think, I guess that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> but uh, I'll take it. Very cool to have uh, what's considered uh, film photography day. It happens to fall on your birthday every year. So uh, I actually took off work on Friday and uh, I'd like to get out and maybe finish that roll of film in the, in the Leica, the Leica, the Leica R8. And uh, uh, that would be a good way to spend my birthday since I took the day off. So uh, it's kind of my plan and it is film photography day. So, but there's some other events coming up in, uh, in these like weird film calendar uh, events or whatever. Uh, on April 21st, Sunday, April 21st through Friday, April 26th is Pol- uh, Polaroid week. 
And uh, I still don't know why they call it a week because that's not a full week. That's uh, that's uh, that's like six days. Uh, yeah, six days. That's not a, that's not a full week. It's Polaroid six days in my opinion, but it's Polaroid week Sunday, April 21st through Friday, April 26th. And if you haven't gotten, if all these little film holidays analog holidays don't get you out shooting if you missed all those and you have one more chance on sunday uh, right after polaroid week on april 28th is worldwide pinhole day so uh yeah so there's uh, three little excuses to get out and shoot film or maybe motivators to get out and shoot some film so uh okay uh let's see what else here uh Lately, I have found uh, some new podcasts, and some are not so new, but some that I kind of uh, had kind of forgotten about and and, re- and started following again, and, and basically got caught up on. And I'm not sure I gave them proper shout outs on this show. Uh, but one is a, a podcast called On the Streets, and uh, it's hosted by uh, a gentleman. He at least he lists himself as George G. I have a feeling I know his last name, but since he just put George G, maybe he doesn't want his last name out there, so I'm just going to call him George G, but On the Streets podcast is a, a, a podcast I've just recently caught back up with, and uh, so I'm not sure if I ever gave it a proper shout-out on this show, but I wanted to make sure I did now. Uh, I found a couple, two new podcasts uh, that I didn't even knew, know, knew, didn't even know existed. Uh, one was Drew's Film Photography Podcast. Uh, I don't know, it's eight or nine episodes in, maybe something like that. But Drew's Film Photography Podcast, you might want to check out. And the last one I found, and this uh, gentleman only has like four episodes out. Uh, and the last one was from October 2018. So I don't know if he's still active or if he's going to continue this. Uh, he releases it through Anchor. So I actually sent him a, a voice message through Anchor uh, telling him to uh, keep up the good work or whatever. And uh, he never got back with me. So I'm not sure maybe he's maybe he's dropped this idea of a podcast. But there is like four episodes out there. And uh, it's like it's Island X Film. I think it's kind of meant to stand for Island by Film or something like that. Uh, apparently he lives on an island somewhere up north. Canada or something I can't remember but uh yeah Island X film and uh so there's a there about four episodes of that I'm not sure what's happened to that podcast but it's another one I kind of discovered this week and man the podcasts are popping up all over the place and I love it and uh I um I'm not saying that I'm the cause of it, but I did make a call out early in this in the history of this podcast. You know, uh, telling, wishing that more voices were out there, that everyone would that would that, that wanted to start a podcast about film photography would, because I think the more voices out there is always a good thing. And uh, speaking of new podcasts, there's uh, there's also two more coming on the horizon that's kind of been released, but not quite wanting me to uh, announce. But uh, there's one podcast with like three members of uh, the Negative Positives Facebook group. It's got a really good podcast coming out. I've actually heard their first episode. And I was fortunate enough to be uh, uh, asked if they could use some of my music for their open and close. I'll, that's all the hints I'll give. But uh, we'll give out a proper announcement when they're, when they're ready to, to let the world know that it's, it's available on all the platforms or whatever. And there's another very active person on the Negative Positives Facebook group. Uh, that has uh, done a, a trial podcast, and I, I've listened to the first episode of. 
and I will just say she did a very good job, but we'll find out if she wants to continue this and when she wants me to announce that <laughs> properly if, uh, uh, if, if she decides to continue uh, that podcast. So uh, that's all the clues I'm going to give on that one. But uh, speaking of, of new podcasts, there is one that's up and running and ready for prime time and, and wanting to be uh, uh, announced. And I'm sure you guys might probably have already heard about this from a lot of people and a lot of sources. We've mentioned it on this podcast already. But uh, Graham Young, he's got his po- his new podcast. He's from the Homemade Camera podcast, but he's also started a new podcast that we mentioned, I think, last Sunday on the Sunday show, uh, Get Started with Film Photography. And uh, Graham actually sent in a call in about this podcast. So let's uh, check out what uh, Graham has to say about his new podcast, Get Started with Film Photography. Hey, Mike and Andre, this is Graham Young from the Homemade Camera podcast. I wanted to let you and your listeners know that I have a new podcast out. It's called Get Started with Film Photography. I started it because when I was first getting back into film, I had a difficult time finding some of the most basic information out. And I remembered some of it, but I really forgot quite a bit in the 10 to 15 years that I was away from film photography. And so it took me a long while to pick up bits and pieces. I listened to the film photography podcast. I read books. I I read blogs. I read reviews. I did all of that type of thing. But it really took me a long time to get back up to speed. I decided that we needed a film photography podcast that was aimed at the beginner, aimed at people who were getting back into film photography who had been away for a while, or even aimed at those digital photographers who are trying out film for the first time. So if you fall into any of those groups, you might want to give Get Started with Film Photography podcast a listen. I have... 10 plus episodes already recorded. It's not one of those types of podcasts where you have to listen to the first one, then the second one, then the third one. You can really jump around this and pick up the information that you want to pick up. Some of the episodes that I already have recorded are your first film camera. Actually, that's a two-part episode or the exposure triangle. Some upcoming episodes that I've yet to record, but I have planned will be all about film and the different film stocks that are available and different shooting conditions that might dictate which film stock you decide to go with. So if that sounds at all interesting to you, head over to the Get Started with Film Photography podcast. In the meantime, stay positive and shoot some cool film photos. Well, thank you, Graham Young from the Homemade Camera Podcast and also now the uh, Get Started with Film Photography uh, Podcast for uh, filling us in on that. And I think it's always a good idea that we have some podcasts out there that's aimed at beginners uh, into this film photography thing because I think a lot of us in the podcast sphere, sphere, I guess is the right word, (laughs) a lot of us kind of assume we throw a lot of jargon around. And we assume that people that listen to these programs are are uh, kind of uh, have been at it for a while, and I think we a lot of times we overlook the beginners. Uh, so I think this is a good that podcasts are starting up and kind of uh, uh, helping out the those that might be new to this awesome, awesome hobby that we are into. This awesome passion of film. Uh, it's good uh, good that they have a, a source to kind of uh, get them acquainted with all this crap we talk about. <laughs> 
on on most of these podcasts out there these days. But uh, uh, okay, I'm going to take a little break here because I got to find. Uh, I guess I need to find a call-in camera review. Yeah, I need to figure out what's next on that. And uh, so we'll do a call-in camera review on the next segment. So let's take a break, and I'll be right back, folks. Folks, we're back from the break, and we're going to do a call-in camera review. If you'd like to do a call-in camera review, uh, you can uh, do it on the Anchor app. You can do a one-minute review through the Anchor app to negative positives, uh, or you can just uh, do a voice recording on your phone for any length and send it to the email address, neg, send the file to the uh, email address, negpositives at gmail.com. And it doesn't have to be just a call-in camera review. It can be anything you want to talk about that's film photography related, film film stocks, developing processes, anything that you, any helpful tips, any questions, any complaints, anything you want to get off your chest about the film photography world, universe, uh, you can definitely uh, send that in and it will get used on this show. But the Colin Camera Review for uh, for this week is uh, none other than Mr. Bill Smith from the classic Camera Revival podcast. And um, he is going to do a Colin Camera Review for the Mamiya uh, c 228 F, and uh, you know, uh, uh, it's nice that he's uh, doing a review of Mamiya because uh, you know one of our sponsors. Uh, we had one sponsor a couple of episodes ago, uh, uh, Mama Mia's uh, Camera World. So uh, uh, very uh, nice to, that he's doing a Mamiya <laughs> calling camera review. But uh, and uh, this is about a camera and not about canned pasta. So uh, let's hear what uh, Bill Smith from Classic Camera Revival has to say about the Mamiya C two twenty. F. Hi everyone, Bill Smith from the Classic Camera Revival here to talk to you today about a really neat twin lens reflex system. The Mamiya C220F. So why the Mamiya C220F? Well, I'm the only one on the Classic Camera Revival that owns this system, so I really don't get to talk about it too often. Mamiya made a range of twin lens reflex cameras from the 1960s up until about the mid-1990s. What was really neat about this system was the lenses were interchangeable. So you can have all the convenience of a medium format SLR system like a Hasselblad, RB67, Pentax 67, without notifying the entire neighborhood you're actually taking a photograph. The Mamiya C220 C-series system was super quiet because it was all leaf shutters, just like regular twin lens reflex cameras. So today I'm going to talk to you about the C220F. It was the more junior model. It was made from 1982 to 1995. Uh, it's not a light camera, but it's not a super heavy camera either. It is portable, and again, uh, it has interchangeable lenses. Uh, you uh, manually advance the, the film forward with a knob, just like a rolly cord. You have to manually cock the shutter, just like a rolly cord. But the upshot is, like I said earlier, you can change the lenses out. So the Mamiya C-Series system came with uh, focal lengths ranging from 55 millimeters, 65, 80, 
105, 135, 180, and 250. I've got everything except the 250, and I can swear to you that it's all great glass. Now, if you're looking at getting into a system, look for the lenses with the little blue dot on the shuttercock. That denotes that it has the multi-coatings. The multi-coatings are good. You want that. And it's also the youngest lenses, so chances are you'll get more lifespan out of it. Now, unlike regular fixed lens, twin lens reflex cameras, the Mamiya C220F, you don't have to worry about parallax correction because it has a bellows. So it can you can sort of adjust accordingly and you don't have to worry about having to get rolling R's and all that. So when you're looking for one uh, out in the wild, you definitely want to check the bellows to make sure they're light tight. And you're probably going to want to spend some dollars on uh, CLA for both the body part and all the lenses because the lenses also hold the shutter. That said, using the system, I love it. You can go out with actually a two-lens system, like say a 65-millimeter lens and a 105-millimeter lens, and you're kind of set for travel with a Mamiya with a Mamiya C220F. I love it because it's sort of the last camera in the series. Uh, it is reasonably affordable. The prices are starting to creep up, but again, it's cheaper than you say looking at a Rolleiflex 2.8F. Way cheaper. In fact, for the price of a Rolleiflex 2.8F, you can probably get an entire system uh, with all the lenses. Now, the difference between the C220 and its big brother, the C330, and I'm not kidding, the 330 is a little bit heavier. Uh, you, the 330 has a crank advance like a Rolleiflex, and it has the auto shuttercock just like a Rolleiflex, but they're also more expensive. So going with a 220 or a, a C220F is probably the way to go. Uh, you can see, I'm going to post uh, when this gets uh, uploaded onto a, a, an Andre Dominguez episode of, of uh, Negative Positives. I'll throw some images up from, a, from my Mamiya C220 onto the feed, Negative Positives feed on Facebook, and you can see for yourself. Anyway, again, this is Bill Smith uh, from the Classic Camera Revival talking to you about the Mamiya C220F. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Well, thank you, Bill Smith from the Classic Camera Revival podcast for the review of the Mamiya C220F. I always enjoy getting uh, Colin camera reviews, and we're getting a little low on them. Kind of starting to burn through them a little bit. So, yeah, yeah let's, let's keep them coming, folks. I always enjoy getting them. They'll all get used. Um, okay, let's uh, we'll take one more break and figure out how to wrap the show up if there's anything else I need to get out. Uh, I'm kind of uh, winging this, folks, because I just got home from work and had to throw a podcast together real quick, so you're going to have to forgive me on that. So let's take one more little break, and then uh, I'll wrap it up. So we'll be right back, folks.
All right, folks, we're back for the final segment, and I just, I've started feeling a little bit guilty about uh, social media a little bit here lately. Uh, I noticed, like, on, I'm never on my uh, personal Facebook page, and I noticed a lot of you fine folks have, like, sent a friend, re- friend request to me on Facebook uh, to uh, my, just my personal account, and I'm never on that. And so if I haven't, like, uh, accepted the friend request, it's probably because I just haven't. I'm just never on there. <laughs> but the only time I use Facebook is for the Negative Positives Film Photography Facebook group and the uh, several of the other Facebook groups. But uh, it's about the all I'm ever on Facebook for. So uh, don't get offended if I haven't, like, friended you back on that or whatever because I'm just, I just don't really use the, the personal account all that much. So, uh, uh, and also... I've been pretty bad about Instagram as well. Um, you know, I, I went through a phase uh, a year or so ago where, you know, you, it, there's a people playing those tricks with Instagram where oh, they follow you and they ask you to follow them back and then you follow them back and then they drop you, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. That stupid, weird follow game, which I've never really bought into. Uh, but so I, a lot of times I don't look at people that have started following me and, and necessarily look to follow them back. But I do want to follow anyone that's listening to this program. So because I, I do want to like see your all's photography. So uh, if you um, are following me on Instagram at uh, Gutterman Photo, that account, and uh, I'm not following you back. Um, I probably just don't know that you're a listener of the show. And uh, if I, if I rec- sometimes when I see them and I recognize the name as, a, as one of the listeners, somebody that's active on the Facebook group or whatever, I'll definitely follow back. But sometimes I just don't know because, you know, Instagram names are kind of strange, account names sometimes. But uh, if I'm not following you and you are um, following me, and you're a listener of this program, uh, maybe send me a message or whatever. Say, hey, I listen to the negative positives and then I will start following you because I want to see your all's photography. So I've just been feeling a little bit guilty about that because I realize there's probably a lot of, maybe there might be some listeners that are following me and wondering why I haven't followed back and I don't want to be an asshole. So it's not, it's not about that. I just, you know, I'm just, I'm real bad. I'm not, I'm not real good at the social media game to, just to be completely honest with you, <laughs> but so uh, I just want to uh, I just want I want to follow people that are listening to the program. I want to see the the listeners um, uh, photography. I don't want to just follow random people that I don't know and they don't know me and all that stuff. And it's just that you know I don't know. There's life's confu- life, There's an, <laughs> there's enough going on in life without uh, making social media. Uh, um, uh, something even more of a nightmare <laughs> so, than it already is. So I just want to kind of get that out there. Um, all right. And I should probably mention that you have like six days left uh, from today. Uh, April 17th is uh, the, the cutoff for signing up for the Negative Positives Tag Team Double Exposure Challenge. Uh, so if you haven't signed up, uh, kind of get on that. Um, the best way to do it is if you're on the Facebook group, look under the announcements section and uh, there's two, there's like four or five announcements in there, but two of them are signing up for the challenge. Uh, one is for podcasters that are challenging the negative positives and the other one is for individuals that want to be paired up with somebody for the individual portion uh, the, of the tag team challenge. Uh, that's one way you can do it. If you're not on the Facebook group, that's fine. You can go to Sean Nelson's website 
www.utahfilmphotography.com. He has a, uh, a post about it where you can sign up uh, for the, the Double Exposure Tag Team Challenge uh, straight through his website. It'll take you to a Google Forms page and, and do it that way. One last thing I do want to say, and I don't know if I've ever corrected myself on this when we were talking about, uh, when we first announced it, when Sean Nelson was on the show, uh, we were talking about uh, tips for, uh, <laughs> for, for, uh, for double exposures. And I had made a mistake. I made a huge mistake. Uh, I told people that if you're shooting 400 speed film, you know, the first person shoots it at 200 and the second person shoots it at 200 and then you develop it at 400, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you, but I, I got it completely backwards. If you're shooting 400 speed film, generally people say shoot one person shoots it at 800, the second person shoots it at 800, then you develop it at 400. But I will say Andre, I think it was telling me that he was at like uh, some sort of talk about double exposure how to do double exposures or whatever and the person that was uh, given this talk was basically saying that actually both people should shoot at box speed so like if you have 400 speed film both of you should shoot it at box speed and it'll come out better we haven't tried i haven't tried that personally the last time we did the double exposure tag team challenge last year uh, robert brown and i we did uh, we shot tri-x and we both shot it at uh, 800 instead of 400 and I mean, it came out fine, you know, uh, but I do wonder if we both shot it at 400, if maybe some of the images would have uh, come through better. I don't know. Uh, so that's, there's two different options. You can go with the, you know, everybody shoots it uh, at double the box speed or one, st one stop above box speed. So like shoot 400, 400 speed film at 800, or you could both try to shoot it at 400, the box speed, and see how that comes out. Uh, it's, it's your call. Maybe do a little investigation on that. But uh, I did make a big, a big goof uh, on the uh, when we were talking about it. And the funny thing is, my 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 uh, Andre and Sean Nelson, nobody, neither one of those guys called me out on it when I said it on the show. So I, I have a feeling they weren't paying attention to me. I have a feeling they were they were <laughs> they were they were zoned out. <laughs> But that's okay. That's okay. Uh, that's, uh, you know, it happens. But uh, so, yeah, that's uh, just something I wanted to correct myself on. And so, yeah, just a little little tips on double exposure. It's your call. It's your, you and your partner's call, whoever you get paired with. So, yeah, you got six days left to sign up. So if you haven't signed up, uh, you might want might to light a little fire under your, under your, under your butt. And, and get signed up for that. So, okay, uh, I'm gonna wrap this thing up. Uh, you can see my photography uh, on Instagram at Gutterman Photo, on Facebook at Mike Gutterman Photography. Uh, you can join the Facebook group. It is the Negative Positives Film Photography Podcast Facebook group. Uh, you can email this program at negpositives at gmail.com. And we have an Instagram account for this program under the account name Negative Positives, mostly ran by Mr. Bryce Randall. And uh, if uh, you post photos to Instagram, think about the hashtag Negative Positives and maybe Bryce will find it and highlight you on the Negative Positives Instagram uh, account. So, okay, folks, uh, we will see you for the weekend show. And uh, Andre might have some scheduling issues there, so I'm not, I'm not gonna announce anything just on that just yet because we gotta work some things out, but, but we'll see what happens. But we'll, we will have a weekend show regardless, and uh, uh, we will talk to you then. So everybody have a great rest of your week. Everybody stay positive and shoot some cool film photos.
A Gutter Man Cave Production!